0: I'm just gonna share some things with you tonight. Um, you know, today, w- today was just ridiculous. <laughs> I just have to say, like, the weekend was nuts, but then I had today, you know, and so we got up and we just kind of hanging out, having coffee. And then we decided to do like the George Whitfield tour again. Like, I need another George Whitfield tour. Like, I need it must because I got connected again even greater in different ways to to get like any historical questions I have ironed out um so so we ended up going to uh to the church in Newburyport again and had a quick tour of course the front door was closed and the back door was on and and just to say just to say what was it what was it what the the, what was the bagpipes thing in the Right? So we've been, remember the bagpipes? Come on. I was talking to you guys about the bagpipes. What do you got going over there? Something? Good, yeah. The glory was all over last night. I had gold dust all over my hands. I was watching it falling from the sky. Like, it it was crazy. Last night was crazy. You missed it. Some of you didn't. But it was awesome. Anyway, I'll tell you about that in a minute. That's a rabbit trail. So we went to the church. We went in the back door and this lady was, I don't, know, they had, I don't know what they're doing back there, hanging out eating. They were just chilling. Oh, yeah, they had something with the, with the, with the uh, Girl Scouts. And uh, we, I said, can you give us a little tour? She's like, oh, yeah. And the next thing I know we're up on the top of the church, like bringing us through, up through the, there's all these secret caverns you don't even know in that church. It's crazy. Have you been through that? Anyone been through that tour? You should go do the tour. I'm going to recommend it because it's just, I really feel like, it, I don't know, there's something on this thing. So we went up, we went up, we rang the bell. Come on, freedom is the, one of the four uh, bells that was left from Paul Revere. How many know who Paul Revere was? Come on, he told us that the British was coming. I actually, called them the regulars because that's what they were, the regulars. That's what it was, the regulars. Because I read into my American history after I took history. So the, it was so powerful. So we got to go up through the, through the inner caverns. And then they showed us the inside of the church, the upper part. Ready? You want to know what they did? They built a ship upside down and set it on top. Can you even believe that? Like prophetic people, we go, I fly off the planet on that stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's so crazy. So it's all this beam, like these raw beams and I just said, can I go in there? And everyone's like, wait, wait. <laughs> I'm like going in. And there's just this little walkway going through. If you fall, yeah, it would be bad if I went on one side or the other. But it was just so cool to just see what, how the intern, in, inner guts of that church was. And that church has been there, come on, since the dawn of America. I mean, we're blessed by that. It's just, anyway, the history of it. Because we live in a land where, what, our original intent. We're talking about this today. Is awakening. I'm not. I'm not going to stop beating that drum. I will not stop beating the drum until it manifests, right? And it's already manifesting. So, so we went up in the top, rang the bell, took lots of amazing pictures from the from the, you know up top because it's wide open. She, the lady was nervous. We were going to jump off the side, Anita was in the middle. <laughs> and uh, it was really, really awesome. And then we got to go back down into the into the crypt and. You know, just do some other things. But I have this guy's card. He's like, Oh, if you ever had any questions, I'm like, I'll take you out to lunch. I'll interview you. Let's, I want to see. They've got George Whitfield. Shh, shh. They've got his Bibles in that place in a vault. Yeah. And no one, they won't let anyone touch him. They won't let anyone touch him. He's like, No, I couldn't. You can't get those. I'm like, Oh, oh. <laughs> try me. <laughs> I got Dan. Dan has his open door thing with this stuff. <laughs> we'll get in there. We'll go before the board and the Sanhedrin and all that stuff. So I'm believing God to give us like an open, I just want to believe for like, I want to get the, I want to get his notes out of his Bible. Like what did he write? Right? So anyway, that was awesome. Divine encounters. Right? What what we went, thought was going to be a little quick stop there ended up being like an hour and a half almost. Right? We were there for a while. So that was cool. But I just want to. I just want to testify to some things that happened last night. I was telling you about the gold dust. It was just, it covered me. It was all over the place. God just blew the place up. And it was different. But I, I'm going to tell you beforehand what happened, right? Because I, I really feel like it's something significant to where we're kind of, well, where I'm definitely called to go, right? And so you're going to go for the ride with me. <laughs> Maybe not directly, but indirectly. And so there was an ordination for Patrick. How many remember Patrick? Patrick came on, on a couple times, and um, he was at the conference plan. but he got ordained under, I, I don't know if it's the Church of God, or I, I don't know exactly what it was, but, they, you know, they got the robes. They, it's, it's serious, man. It was serious. And uh, I <laughs> And, of course, me, I didn't even have shoes on. I had sneakers on. Come on, and the bishop wanted me to help, but I'll tell you what happened. So, in the afternoon sessions, we were just talking. But there was supposed to be a round table discussion, and they scratched that. But what happened was the Spirit of God just came in such a way that it, it broke something in the Spirit. I believe this with all my heart. He, it broke something. It broke the, the power of racism, it broke church separation. Because how many know, listen, I grew up, I did my AG history. I came out of the Assemblies of God. And really what happened was the, when the Assemblies of God were first founded, they they split. Why? Because of color. So it split off the Church of God. And then I think it was just the Church of God. I might have my, my, my titles wrong there. But the real... The real thing that I saw last yesterday that only the Holy Spirit could have done is I began to, Jesus, you know, Jesus, Jesus has been here before. He just said, he said, I want you to just mingle and just begin to pray for one another. So I went to this bishop, Bishop Morgan, and I, I had hugged him and greeted him and talked to him a bit before at lunch, and then we began to pray together, and both of us, just something gripped us. I could not let go of him. I was clinging to him. I just could not let go, and the it was the Holy Spirit. It wasn't anything other than the Spirit of God. Like every time I felt like I should let go, the Lord said, no, don't let go. So I just stayed and stayed and stayed. And we were preparing to just uh, go into another session, uh, which was about foot washing. And But I didn't know it was, all of a sudden it was set up behind me. All of a sudden. And so, the, so this is what happened. I mean, it, we really, God really... Knit us together, like for eternity. I know I will have this man as my friend the rest of our days on the earth. I know I will, and um, and he has been in ministry for f- whatever, probably forty something years. I don't. He's a little older than I am, uh, quite a bit older than I am. But the the reality is that God clung us together, and He said it was the, it was a David Jonathan knit, and I truly believe that, and and. As I turned around, I saw the seat, and I saw the, the, the water, and I saw the tub, and I saw the towel. I said, we're doing this now. And there was no prompting. It was all by the Spirit. And you know what? I'm not into that. <laughs> Foot washing stuff. I'm just going to be honest with you. I'm like, no, let's not. Yeah. Like, I know Jesus did it in the Bible. It was for a reason. It was for a reason. It was the release the humility. So I, I said, Bishop, can you just sit down? And he sat down and I just began to wash his feet. And this man became unglued. I can't even tell you. He became completely unglued. And so I, I said, God, I don't even understand the wounds. I don't have like racial prejudice in my heart. Like I didn't grow up like that. I don't think like that. I've had friends of all ethnicity, all ethnicity, my whole life, so it wasn't a thing like that. But God chooses to use someone that, you know, it could have been someone who maybe had that situation. But I don't know why He did it. But anyway, there was this change and this shift. And I mean, he was he was a mess. I mean, you know, liquids coming out. It was a mess. And 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 then he began to wash my feet but when he washed my feet he was taking the tears from his face and he began to wash my feet and I tell you I don't know <laughs> I don't know I was wrecked. I'm still wrecked obviously I was just destroyed by this Because you don't know what someone else, like I said, God, you need to, I don't need to even know where he is. I just need your heart. And I just need, God, just push a little, open a little revelation on how we get these things that separate us, right? And so him and I are best friends. That's it. Done. Just like that. Just like that. I'm telling you, there's only something that holds us apart from one another. It's just humility, really. When we have a problem connecting with one another, God's trying to do something completely different. He's saying just put down whatever's in front of you that keeps you from that person. Some of us have, like, we can't touch relationships all around us because we've got something in front of us. And God wants to remove those things so that we can move beyond. And begin to trust. Because it comes from not, like we can trust God all we want. (laughs) I realize that. I can trust Jesus to the utmost extent. But if I don't trust my brother. If I don't trust the one next to me. Right. And I think God's going to, watch, watch, watch. It was so powerful. So this just catapults me to the next day. Because there was so much glory last night. You know what? The bishop, all the elders—they all flew out of there. They didn't. They weren't there for last night, right? For Saturday night. But they were all there for the ordination. And when and we, when we ordained Patrick, it was just so powerful, beautiful. Like I feel like in our circles, we put no emphasis on on the sac on the sacredness of, of of ministry, right? I believe a hundred percent in the equipping of the believers and. And th- that we're all called to release the glory over the earth. That's how that's how it's supposed to be because we're sp- that's what the fivefold is for, right? To bring maturity in the body of Christ to make us have no jobs anymore. Ha! Instead of just you got to eat a little and don't give him too much because too much power. Anyway, you want to be full and you want to be mature want to be strong, to run with the gospel, right? But I do believe that you've got to be called to this. <laughs> Everyone that should be up here releasing the, the kingdom should be called. It's not just a good idea. Right? Anyway, I'm on that for too long. There's something that the Lord is doing that I just don't even, I can't even comprehend. But he was from a church down in Baltimore, and he's got all kinds of churches he oversees. And I I don't even know what's happening. But he went off to Greece, and I said goodbye. I hugged him. I kissed him. (laughs) That was it. But I'm just saying that because last night, it was just because there was this yieldedness, and there was this openness, and then now there was this open, I believe, trust among one another. And the glory of God just hit that place. I don't think I preached for longer than 20 minutes. I didn't preach long. But God began to do miracles in our midst, like legit. Like this lady had like, I had three conditions that I called out. She had all three. Some other lady had another thing, trauma, trauma issue that was called out free. Demons coming out of people. Come on, somebody. It was only, you know, it was a crowd like this, maybe a little bigger. But, you know, it wasn't, but it was wild. It got wild in there. And all I know is that the presence of God was so strong and so thick, and because God's trying to establish something on the earth, he's trying to get us to step up into what he's called us to, right? He's trying to get us to step up into the places. we. Call. I don't know about you, but toni- tonight I could have just, <laughs> at some point I'm going to do it. I'm going to call out the, the worship team to just keep going for the night because I, I just could have just gone into revelatory realms that I think I probably needed to. I started seeing all kinds of stuff getting taken up. doesn't have to be here, but for some reason in a corporate setting, there's something that God wants to release on people and, 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 and if you really, and even tonight, I think God wants to expand us on the inside, so I don't want to limit what he's doing at any given moment, you know, I know we got kiddos that we got to try and, you know, but let the kids run in the glory, I don't know, let the gold fall, come on, somebody. I mean, my sneakers were covered with dust, My coat, right? I checked my coat. I'm like all freaking out in the morning. Where's the gold dust? Because I knew it was all over my coat. It was gone. I know you saw it. I saw it on the inside. Actually, I saw a little bit on the inside of it. Why? Because God can. And he doesn't have to explain himself. Because gold is something that heaven releases. (laughs) It's purity. It's fullness. It's it's. I was I was believing. I should have called it out. Gold teeth. Come on, we want gold teeth. Like, come on. I have the little bling. I don't have any cavities, so he can't do it to me. You want all gold teeth? You'll look funny with that. <laughs> all right. How about just brand new ones? That'd be good. But interesting. So I'm just gonna I'm just gonna bounce off of a couple things that I felt like the Lord was. Releasing last night because it is about stepping into the government of heaven, and we need to begin to operate in that. You need to begin to operate in that. We can't we can't shrink back from that, right? So I'm gonna go with the with what the Holy Spirit spoke uh, last <laughs> night, but I'm kind of gonna go a little drift from it because I, I got wrecked by <laughs> that Second Corinthians. Sp- I got messed up from that. I'm driving in the car. I know. I'm not supposed to be reading while I'm driving. (laughs) But I kept going over and I kept looking at the next version of it. And it's really, it was the last message that Whitfield did on, as he shared, the last thing that he said when he was alive. Ready? You want to know what it was? I'll tell you next week. No, I'll do it now. 2 Corinthians 13, 5 and 6. I'm just going to go with both verses. So it's like examine yourself and tap to whether you are in the faith. <laughs> examine yourselves. It doesn't even say God. <laughs> I like that. Right? Because the Holy Spirit, he come on, he's going to put a searchlight inside of us. But it says examine yourselves. That means God, you got to give God permission to come in and say show me. You can tell him now. Lord, show me. These are the things that we need to see so that we can, come on, grow up and live in the fullness of who he is. Because he wants to test us and see where our faith's at. No, he doesn't do that. Everything's free. It is free. But he's testing our hearts. See, there's this false thinking that sometimes that, that everything's free and we don't have to do one thing. No, no. I, I, I believe that... Many things are free. There's many gifts, and I've talked to you about that. We've got a gift of righteousness. I get the gift, gift of salvation. The Holy Ghost is free. I just need to open myself up, right? It's free. He's free. Tongues are free. They go with the shoes. Come on. And the gospel of peace. So I just, I, I want us to look at this because it says examine yourselves as to whether you're in the faith. That's kind of a heavy, that's Paul talking to the Corinthian church that was like a really, really gifted church. whoa, it was a really gifted church. It says, test yourselves. And then he asks this question, do you not know yourselves? And here's the punchline, that Jesus Christ is in you. Right, it goes back to the hope of glory being inside of us. And the Lord wants to pull us into this place where we're, come on. I loved, I don't know who sang it, was it Tory or all of them, whatever, but about the pressing of God. Here's the problem. We don't know that God is pressing. Did you hear me? The problem is we don't know that God is pressing all around us. The problem is we don't acknowledge that God is all around us, pressing on us, moving in us, Come on, his presence is already on you and in you. It's it's like we we get like we, we go into this uh, spiritual we forget amnesia. So we're gonna break spiritual amnesia tonight because I can't I can't live not knowing who I am, not knowing who he is, forgetting what my original intent is. Your original intent was to go, right, he said, let us make man, let us make man in our image and likeness. That's a really, really good truth. Right, is it hot in here? Because I see people's shades going down. Holy Ghost, wake us up. Come on. It's Jesus Christ in you, unless indeed you are disqualified. Huh. You can read this later. I'm telling you, you need to look at it. What's going to disqualify me? Not knowing that Christ is in me. Not knowing the power that abides inside of me. Not knowing that there's creative realms that live inside of me. Not knowing where I'm called to stand. Not knowing where I'm supposed to govern. Not knowing... The Holy Spirit wants to shed his heart over. He wants to sh- release his spirit over the whole entire earth. Not just in my church. Not just in my quiet time. Not just in my little prayer closet. We need to do all those things. We need to be filled with his presence. But then he's, he's, he wants to release something on us. So, But I trust, it says this, but I trust that you will know that you're not disqualified. Ready? I'm going to read the, the New Living Translation. Examine yourselves to see that your faith is genuine. Test yourselves. Surely you know that Jesus Christ is among you, and then it says in a little subnote, in you. Surely you know that he's in you. If not, you've failed the test of genuine faith. So where are we living? Right? As you test yourselves... I hope you will recognize that we have not failed the test of apostolic authority. I like the translation, but it doesn't line up with any other one. But it's a good point. We have to step into apostolic authority. How many know that when we're, when we're under a governing spirit, when we're under that spirit that releases the presence all over the earth, we, we are under an apostolic authority. Come on, God wants to put us under and align us with an apostolic authority in the earth. Right? Ready? 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 He said, let us make man in our image and likeness, right? Genesis chapter chapter 126 and 27. And then he continues to go on in chapter 2 and says, then he created man out of what? I'm talking about one thing. When we prayed last Wednesday, we prayed about the land. So my punchline tonight is that the land needs to respond to the sons of God. You know you're a son of God. The land needs to begin to respond to us being sons, daughters, kings, lords. Something has to happen. Let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the air and over the cattle and over the earth. Say over the earth. Here's the thing, when you were created, when Adam was created, when you, when we were created, we were created out of what? The dust of the earth. Now, it, I don't think God said, oh, I forgot that. I forgot that they were created out of the dust of the earth, but I'll just make them, them have dominion over it because you were created under what God created creation out of, the dust of the earth, the animals, all these things were created out of all that. They were really created out of the spoken word. But when he did that, he he released kingdom into Adam. He released the power of heaven into Adam. He released all of what he was into dirt, into the earth, into you, into me. He began to release all of who he is inside of you so that you would have dominion. Not weird, like I'm going to have dominion till we take over the entire earth and then heaven will be here and then that's the transition. No, that's not it. It's we make way for the king. The king of glory is coming. The king of kings is coming. Because you are a king, but he's the king of kings. And you are a, a lord, but he is the lord of lords. And there's something that God wants us to understand as saints, kings, priests. That you've been created in the image and likeness of of the King of Glory. I look just like my Father. You're looking more and more like your Father. (laughs) You should be looking more and more like Him. Right, there's something that the Holy Spirit wants to do inside of a body of people. And I, I completely agree with this, right. I was talking about this desk, whatever it is. But He wants to do something over the whole earth, right. Because the glory of the Lord is supposed to cover the what earth? <laughs> I get, you should be getting this by now. Someone should be saying, Yes, we need to agree with what heaven's saying over us and not stay in a state of, I don't look like what I'm supposed to look like. No, you look exactly like what he created you to be. You just don't know it yet. You do. And there's something that he wants to release in that for us tonight. Be fruitful and multiply. So everything we do begins to multiply and expand and we begin to see the earth covered with the glory of the Lord. Because it's God, the architect, and sons and daughters that are are the stewards of the architecture of God on the earth. What does it look like when you're in the fullness of who he called you? telling you bring it on bring it on Jesus we want to be full in but he, and fill the earth and subdue it that means it doesn't have authority over you the enemy doesn't have authority over you you have authority over him and there's no other question it's subdued it's under your feet just like Joshua he knew who he was he knew who he was He stayed in the presence when Moses left. He stayed back. When the one who split the sea and was doing signs and wonders moved out of the tent, he stayed. Come on, somebody. That's a revelation. You need to stay in the presence. And you need to begin to to believe God that he's with you, right? Joshua, I'm with you. Be courageous. Be courageous. And every place you place your foot, it's going to begin to prosper. It's going to begin to increase. It's going to be, begin to multiply. It's going to be fruitful. There's not this hovering of poverty over the church. There's not this hovering of poverty over a believer. It's life and life abundantly. And there's something that the Lord wants to, you to know, grab tonight that will bring us into this level. Because he wants, I'm telling you tonight, I I, I felt like I could have pulled out of here. This is just the beginning. This is just the beginning of what he wants to begin to do. But we need to not have amnesia. Snap out of the amnesia. Who are you? You're a son of the king. Who are you? You're called to bring his presence and dominion. Who are you? You're called to change government. Who are you? You're of a Davidic line. Called to bring redemption all over the earth. Doesn't matter what it looks like right now. Doesn't matter what it looks like right now. Jesus, let our eyes be on you and not on circumstances. And when we look at the circumstances, Lord, I pray our language would line up with what you're speaking over those situations. Because you're calling us to, to walk and release. It's more than just a confession. Because some of you need to begin to speak with authority over your situations. Some of you need to begin to close doors and not let other things in that that continue to bounce bounce us back out of where God's trying to move us to. But we continue to open a door to let something in that's not from God. It's something that's trying to drag you back into the past. So shut every door, right? We saw the bench out 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 this afternoon. Revelation 3.20, Jesus, he's knocking at the door. He's looking for someone to will let him in and just dine. Come on, he just wants to eat with you. He just wants to sup with you. He just wants to be with you. And it really doesn't have to be more complicated with that, than that because when we sup, when we eat, when we begin to stay in his presence and we begin to fellowship with, with his sufferings, right? We begin to, the glory of his presence begins to overtake us. And then he, he will download to you. I was listening to someone said that they, they went into a trance and, and God gave them God gave them uh, stocks to invest in. And the stocks went crazy. God gave them the stocks, to, a Chinese stock that he didn't even know about. And all of a sudden it just began to multiply. Then he sold it and then it went up 400 times. And he went back and bought it and it went up double again. Are we open to that? Is is that on your grid? Or do I have to know? I'll look at the charts and the scales. Even the best of us, right, who might know what's going on with finances. This is doing good. This is good. This is a good product. No, no. God can just give you. That's like cheating. That's like insider trading. Can you believe that? I'm telling you. These are things that the Holy Spirit wants to do. <laughs> now don't go try it. Unless you really know. But you, you know, it came out of a, an experience with heaven. So there's this something beyond ourselves at the Lord. So, so really, I just... 2 Corinthians 4 and 7 says this. It said, but we have this treasure, say treasure in earthen earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. And that takes all the pressure off of us. If we are just good stewards with our time and our energy towards the Lord, God will begin to do mighty things in our lives. I'm telling you, the more, I'm I'm watching already. I'm going to testify to something tonight because I know this. I'll just declare it into the heavens right now because it will just continue to go. But I'm watching as I'm unraveling myself and this is personal right because i had i had god show me the watch come on he told me it was time i didn't need the i didn't need the watch right but and some of you are saying what i didn't need the sign i needed to just be obedient to what god was doing and agree with that and just begin to position myself in a way and and wa- watch god's going to just give, i'm watching doors just it's been the busiest two months we've had in a long time right it's been crazy and I like it, but it's, come on, it's not It's not about being busy in ministry. It's not about, you know, having the next, come on, superstar in. It's not about that because create God's creating and putting people in my life because it's His plan and not mine. He's putting some of these guys that we've invited in, in my life. Like last night, two, uh, Friday night, this guy, I don't know him. I would have never met him. Never. But putting people in, come on. Having you partner with people around you. Come on, there's people in this place that you need to partner with. It's not even about the next prophet. Hello? But God's going to keep punching us with an apostolic punch, poof, and then a prophetic punch, poof, and then another one until we're like, it knocks the amnesia out of us. Right? Watch what's happened. What's happened? I'm, I just, I started thinking through it, right? We had the prophet come, Charlie. And we've had other prophets come through here. But then we had David. And David just, pfft, this is how it is. Like fire. Pfft. No theatrics. Fire. Pfft. The guy raises dead people. I'll just take it. Just take it, right? And then he brings these two amazing ladies into our lives, right? And just this, this something supernatural that happened. It wasn't, it was Come on, it's never an accident. It's never an accident. I'm talking about people and connecting. It's not about who I can rub shoulders with to get the next good word from. No, no, no. That's that's like sick and and twisted. It really is. But it's about this. It's about aligning ourselves with people who are going to bring us higher. Right? It's about bringing us into covenant with one another so that we can do amazing things for the kingdom. And it's going to change the landscape because there's all these connecting dots all over the place and and watch what God does. It's just going to continue to expand. So just ready, like someone always tells me, get ready, put your seatbelt on. I'm serious. So what I'm saying I'm testifying that to you cuz you need to do the same thing. This is why I'm talking about the relationship part tonight because I would no sooner have shown up at something like that unless I was invited and and then I'm I'm up there ordaining people with my hipster clothes and sneakers on with all these guys that were like high church clothes dude they looked like priests man they had you know all men of God, they were all awesome. But Bishop was like, just sit next to me. I'm like, dude, look at you. You got like red, you got like you're like the rainbow, bro. He's like, it's okay, you're with me. I'm like, he gave me a pass. Come on. If I had known, I would have at least wore a suit. You know what I'm saying? Like, cue me up. But it, it wasn't cued up because I didn't know I was even involved with it. Come on, Jehovah Sneaky again. Make me real humble with my ultra boosts on. Come on. Stop it. God's funny, isn't he? He's funny. Because he's just trying to get, he's like, just relax, man. Just go for the ride. Watch what I do. Doesn't matter what you're wearing. Doesn't matter how you look. Doesn't matter how you respond to the spirit. (laughs) I'm telling you. Because it was totally different. We're like night and day. Come on, you got us, nice conservative white people. I'm just being honest. And then you got these people that just kick down that door to just (laughs) intercession. I'm like afraid. I'm not. Come on, I like that stuff. But I'm saying this to say it's too, it's, it's like, It's something that the Lord's doing, because we've been created to be one. The body of Christ is one. God's trying to pull us into this circle, all around Him, and He's ready. Here's why I'm going back to the pressing. He's all around this thing. And it's going to happen one way or another. And he's going to press us together to make us one. One way or another. Some will pop out the side because they don't want to be in it. But that's all right. I'm going to stay in the pressing. And you should want to stay in the pressing of who God is. And you want to be where he is because we want to see heaven on earth. Right? That was Jesus's prayer. That was his instruction to us. I want to release heaven to the earth. But I'm looking for earthen vessels. And the earthen vessels will just get in the way, in the, right in the line of what I'm about to do, and they're not going to get in the way. You're going to just be in the flow of what he's about to release. And so I know this. I know this, that there's not going to be any delay on this stuff. I want to stay out of this place of delay, right? I don't, I don't want to be, I want to align because if I just go low, doors keep opening. If you just stay low, the doors keep opening wide. And how many want the open door? I want the open door. I don't want doors shut. And I and I love, I love what, what, what David Hogan brought. He was like, I go through every door unless the door shuts closed on me. <laughs> how many of us would move? <laughs> We're all like, I need to pray about it. No, it's an open door. Go. Like I was always told, the first two-thirds of, the, of, the, of God is go. Right. So I just, we, we need to just align ourselves with faith. Ready? Because God wants to release the spirit of faith on us. Hard pressed on every side. Second Corinthians four and seven. Verse eight. We're hard pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We're perplexed, but not in despair. We're persecuted but not forsaken. We're struck down but not destroyed. Always carrying. You know what he's saying there? He's saying, Listen, you can't quit. <laughs> the MHM version. You can't quit. you can't quit you're not allowed because there's going to be pressure right and when the pressure comes you need to go anyway you need to go for it always carrying around the body always carrying about in the body the dying of the Lord Jesus that the life, say the life the life of Jesus may be manifested in our bodies all the scriptures say the same thing me. I think you are. You're nodding. It's just it's crazy. The more I look it's the Bible says Christ is in you. The more scripture I read it says Jesus Christ is inside of me. The more I read it says open the door let the king in. Wait he's already in me. Doesn't matter you can have more. I want the increase of his kingdom inside of me. I want the increase of who he is inside of me. For we who live are always delivered to death for Jesus' sake, that the life of Jesus also may be manifested in my mortal flesh. He just said it again in different words. Paul's brilliant. Seriously. And And we still don't get it. In one sentence, it's two times. Christ knew the hope of glory. You're complete in him. You lack nothing. There's nothing more you need, you have everything. That's what Peter tells us, right? I've got everything, everything I need. (laughs) I just need one person, Jesus. Just one, just one, just one. Right? So then death is working in us, but life in you. And since we have the same, say same, same spirit of faith, According to what is written, I believe therefore, I spoke. That means our language needs to begin to line up with what we say. I said the same thing twice. Our language and our actions need to line up with how we speak. That means don't speak ill of yourself. Don't speak curses on yourself. Don't speak death on your situation. Don't speak the things that are going to bring a spirit of poverty on your life. I can't, I won't, I will not. You can do all things. Right? So I realize this, that Jesus... few places said he saw faith. And in three times he saw faith when the men, when the men were bringing the man through the, through the roof. It says that Jesus saw their faith and he said, your sins are forgiven. Take up your mat and walk. And then it says this. It says that he, he perceived their thoughts. Because the scribes and everyone else, all the religious people like, really? Who can, who can forgive sin but God alone? And this was always the issue. What I'm saying is our, lo- our language needs to line up as we move. You need to believe God. You need the spirit of faith on your life. You need to walk by faith and not by sight. Not by how I feel. Come on, that doesn't mean we're robots. It means that the spirit of faith is on your life. And so last, even, even I'm just going back to last night, when the fire of God hit the, hit the place last night, I don't know, how do, how do I know? I got a bunch of words of knowledge on my iPhone. And it takes faith to just begin to declare them. Right? That's all it is, it's faith. And then people taking what you said, taking the word that God released and grabbing it for themselves and saying, I'm taking my healing right now. That one lady was rocked. A couple of ladies, a bunch of ladies were rocked. but And some men were just, they were like trees. So what I want to release for us tonight is the spirit of faith to receive. Because you're going to begin to speak to the land, right? Our original intent here in New England is what? I'm not redigging wells, I'm digging my own wells, but they're right there. All it's all coming up. It doesn't have to be redug, it just needs to come on. It needs someone to just believe, come on. Will it burst forth? Yes, it will burst forth. It's an outpouring. It's more than an outpouring. It's an awakening. Should should rock like fifty years. It's not just a little revival. Because when New England awakens, when the church in New England awakens, we just call forth the land. Come on. To bring forth what it already has birthed. Because the root is holy. Do you know what I mean? The root is holy. Come on, not that there hasn't been things that have been done over the earth, but the root of awakening, of the word sown, In fields 10 miles from here. The words released, just call them back. I have two ladies in mind. Just one has to respond. us to just, just, we just want to agree, right, I want you to lift your hands, I want you to just allow the fire, of I just feel like the fire of, of faith is going to release and hit the building tonight, because I just believe that the Holy Spirit, it's already, the alignment's already happened, it's already happened, he's just looking for you to walk and look up, just saw right now, just right now, when I close my eyes, I just saw, I'm like, what are all the stars? It's the Abrahamic covenant. It's the promise. It's the promise. Because multiplication, the seed over your life is just crazy. And so we just want to, I'm going to, we're going to awaken the seed. We're going to speak forth. We're going to declare over the seed. We're going to, what happens with the seed is it needs a little heat. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it needs a little fire to get it open up crack the surface and open it up and something begins to move so Holy Spirit we thank you right now God we've just come into agreement Lord I thank you for every king every Lord every son of God every daughter of God Father in this place I ask Lord that you just release right now the spirit of faith I ask that the fire of God would be released right now in Jesus' name, that you would crash in on us, Father, tonight, right now, right in these moments, just release heaven's burning so that our actions, that our identity lines up with who you, what your word says we are, who you say we are, God, right now in Jesus' name. Release it now, Father, fire from heaven right now in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I believe you're going to just release something brand new for us. So we reach up, we take it. Lord, we want to look like you. So your kingdom come, your will, not my will, not anyone else's will. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So we speak forth to the land. I speak forth to the land in this room, every person in this room. I speak forth to the dust in this room right now. And we just speak, we declare, Lord, that the life abundance would begin to flow and move. That amnesia is broken off, Lord. That we remember who we always were created to be. That the image of the sun is beginning to... and, and, and come forth and manifest. Lord, we thank you for the manifestation of the sons of God right now. The manifestation of the sons of God. Now, I just want you to pray in your heavenly language right now. Just do it. Just do it all. Everyone in the room, just begin to pray. If you don't pray in the spirit, just begin to exhort, exhort, exhort. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Lord we desire you, Release all of heaven's fire on us right now, God. Crack the seeds, things that are keeping us from coming out. Keeping, keeping us from manifesting in fullness. Keeping us from, from growing into maturity. Keeping us from stepping into destiny, Father. Keeping us from, from moving into the strength and power of the Spirit, Father. Keeping us from out, outside of, of the fullness of who you are, Lord. Let yourself be manifest in this place tonight. Come on, don't stop. Just keep talking to the Holy Spirit. Talking, 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 talking. Release the grace of God in your life.